Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey guys, happy Sunday to you, man. I can't encourage you enough. I hope that you get out of bed today and maybe your family's not yet comfortable uh, coming to church yet, but if you didn't make it last night, then I got to encourage you nine o'clock and 11 o'clock today, get in either the blended service or the lift, man, we'd love, love, love to see you and uh, love to worship the Lord with you. But today we're in Psalm 120. And if you watched yesterday's episode, we talked about the longest chapter in the Bible. And today is a very short episode. It is a, or a short chapter. It's a uh, Psalm 120, seven verses long and let's listen to what he says so he says in my distress i called to the lord and he answered me and i gotta tell you i love how so many times in the psalms we've seen that that the psalmist cries out to god and he hears a reply like, isn't it crazy that god hears us and that god answers us maybe the answer is not always what we want but that the god of the universe would turn his ear towards us that's amazing. So we never, I know we read over that and it seems so simple, but we should always read that a verse like that and just stop and be amazed that the God of the universe answers us, right? So in my distress, I call to the Lord and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you and what more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? A warrior's sharp arrows with glowing coals of the broom tree. Woe to me that I sojourn, that I travel, that I'm a stranger in Meshech, that I dwell among the tents of Kedar. Too long have I had my dwelling among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. And then the psalm ends. Like that's kind of a pretty short and abrupt psalm. And, and so what he's praying for, man, is he's praying that the Lord would deliver him, and that the Lord would give him peace amidst people who don't want peace. And amidst people who want chaos and war and violence, and he's praying that God would give him peace and that God would deliver him. And, and you know, I think in a way, um, I got to be honest, I think this is a prayer that we all should actively be praying, right? I mean, I think about when Jesus in the Lord's prayer is teaching us how to pray and he's teaching his disciples how to pray. And, you know, it says, you know, uh, you know, is all the things about give us our daily bread, forgive us as we forgive one another's and all these things. And I believe it's Mark. I wasn't going to share this and it just popped into my head, but I believe it's Mark's account of the Lord's prayer where Jesus ends it. And he says, may your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right. And so, so on earth, God, would your will be done just as it is in heaven? And, and one of those things, I mean, Jesus is the Prince of peace, right? Jesus brings peace. That's, that's who he is. He, he brings peace. He brings restoration. He brings healing and he brings comfort. And just as the psalmist is praying for deliverance here, deliverance from enemies, from foes, from violence, from anger, from wrath. And he's saying, Lord, would you deliver me? Would you hear me? And would you bring peace? Man, I'm sure you've seen, you know, the last few weeks um, on the TV and on your Instagrams and on your Twitter and stuff. I'm sure you've seen all in TikTok. I'm sure you've seen all this stuff of and just a ton of violence, right? Like a, a senseless act of, of of racism and violence kind of sparked this crazy thing that we're now seeing with rioting and looting and all these all these things. And man, as a believer, as a child of God, it it hurts me to see the pain that's in the world. Man, and it, it makes me sick to see all the the violence and the wrath and all the things that are happening. And man, I, I tell you, it has drawn me the last few days to just really pray for what the psalmist is praying for here. Lord, would you just give us peace? 
What or would you bring your kingdom here? Because guess what? In the kingdom of God, there is no racism. Right? I mean, in the kingdom of God, there is no racism. There is no black, white, brown, blue, whatever color you want, right? Is is we are all one in Christ. That's why me as a white guy, I am no better than my black brother or sister, right? There is no racism in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there's no anger. There's no wrath. There's no hatred. There's no any of those things. In the kingdom of God, it is peace and it is love and it's security. And so as a believer, I mean, we can pray what Psalms 120 would pray here. God, would you bring peace to us? God, would you bring peace to our country? Would you bring peace to, to your people? Would you bring peace to us? And ultimately, ultimately, we, we can, two things I think take away before I get to the ultimately. One is we need to be agents of peace on this earth. Right? So we read the Great Commission every Wednesday night, and we are children of God. We are people of God. We've uh, been, been given the greatest news on the earth, the greatest message of reconciliation possible, the gospel. We need to be agents of peace here. Right? When, when we see racism come up around us in our families or our friends or the people, we, we should be messengers of reconciliation there that says, look, Jesus died for this. There's no black, white in the kingdom of God. It's Well, there is. I mean, that's that's the, the you know, God does not see us as colorblind. God made different types of people, but it doesn't mean that any of us are more valuable than the other, right? So we're agents of peace. So when I see a black brother, a black sister, or a Hispanic brother, a Hispanic sister go down the list is man, I don't see you differently because you're racially different from me. I see you as a brother or sister in Christ. You're family, man. And so for us as Christians, not only should we pray for peace, but we should be agents of peace in the culture and the day that we are living in. That people should look to us. People should see the way that we interact with one another and see that, man, that's a person who doesn't ignore color because our color is a part of our culture. It's a part of who we are. But it's a person who does not see anyone as less valuable than the other because we are all one in the kingdom of God. So we should be agents of peace, agents of peace. But on the second time, and ultimately, that's kind of what we're doing now. We're agents of peace now, but ultimately we can rest assured that the Prince of Peace is returning. Amen. Jesus is returning. Jesus is establishing his kingdom. One day he is making all things new. The Bible says he'll wipe every tear from our eyes, right? The, the tears that come from racist, racial injustice, the, the tears that come from police brutality, the, the tears that come from looters that are uh, rioting someone's building, right, or business, the tears that come from all those things. Jesus is going to wipe away every tear from our eyes and he will make all things new. So right now we are to be agents of peace and we are to, to be commissioned and we are sent to, to spread the good news of the kingdom of God, be agents of peace. But ultimately we can rest assured that the Prince of Peace will return, that he will return. And we will not, like the psalmist, have to dwell in the midst of violence and wrath forever. But his kingdom is going to be established and he's making all things new. So man, I hope that encourages you today. And uh, man, and that's why I think too, and I wasn't going to say this, but I'll say it, is I think that's what the beauty of God's word is. It's the beauty of reading God's word through. Because, you know, it's funny on our point page and our Instagram page, I, I felt um, you might be asking, Justin, why didn't you post a black square on, on Tuesday? Why, why didn't you post anything about what's going on? You know why? Because I knew we've been walking through the word as a student ministry. We've been walking through it. And you know what? The Bible addresses racism. And the Bible addresses anger. It addresses wrath. And if we just keep staying in God's word, as we talked about yesterday in Psalm 119, if his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, it is going to address the issues of the day. It just absolutely is. So students, love this word. 
walk in this word. Let this word form the way you see things. Let this word, word form the way you believe about things. And man, I'm telling you, it's going to address every single issue that our day has to offer. So in the midst of this time, be an agent of peace. Man, spread the peace of God, share the peace of God, and ultimately rest assured that the Prince of Peace is returning, that, that the kingdom of God is going to be established. There will be no more tears, no more pain, no more sickness, no more racism, no more anything. We can rest assured that the Prince of Peace is coming and he's going to establish his kingdom. Man, I love you and I'm thankful for you. I love being your youth pastor. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.